0: to Know Your Money. I'm your host Bronwyn Weiner. With me is Craig Finch, my business partner from Growth Financial Planning. Joining us today and every day is our sound engineer Warren Grimsley. In our podcast we will explore our relationship with money and how the psychology of it impacts our financial decisions as everyone thinks about money differently. We will be presenting a variety of financial topics in an easy to understand way which we hope will assist you in managing your money. So today's episode, we are going to be discussing access bonds. Hello, Warren. Hello, Craig. I'm going to say
1: hello first this time,
2: Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello, Bronwyn. (laughs) Hi, Bronwyn. Hi, Warren. Nice to see you both. You guys too.
0: Um, So basically what an access bond is, is it's a type of home loan that essentially allows you to... Pay in extra money into the bond and then you can withdraw this extra money if you need to.
1: Like a, like a, a loan or an overdraft?
0: Um, sort of, but so say you took out a bond of a million rand and your payment is 10,000 rand a month. Okay, if you chose to rather put in 20,000 rand a month, you could have access to 10,000 rand because you put in 10,000 rand more than what your uh, your payment was. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Okay. But this is where sometimes an access bond can be tricky. If you pay that 10,000 rand a month, they might say to you, okay, you can start accessing 100,000 rand, but now you've put no additional um, payments in. If you do access that 100,000 rand, you're basically adding 100,000 rand onto your bond.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're borrowing more money.
0: Yes. But if the 10,000 rand you put in, you choose to put money over and above that. That money that you put over and above, if you access that, you're not adding onto your bond, if that makes sense. It
1: does, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So, just sort of explaining access bonds... The interest on an access bond is not what you earn, okay? It's more the interest that you save. So, let me explain. (laughs) Say you put 5,000 Rand in your bond repayments, okay? A percentage of that goes towards paying capital. Let's call it 500 Rand. Then 4,500 Rand would go towards paying the interest, Okay, every month you pay the capital, there's a little less interest due the next month. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so if you paid 6,000 Rand instead of 5,000 Rand, you're effectively reducing your capital amount owed. Therefore, the interest that you'll be paying is a little bit less.
1: Yeah, understood, yeah.
0: Okay, so when would you sort of use an access bond is...
2: Possibly um, setting money aside for an emergency, an emergency fund that, if you need to get it out quickly, you can draw it out quickly, and the interest you're earning on that access bond is probably higher than your bank savings account interest because they're charging you a high interest to well, have the a interest home you load. save. The interest you save, correct? Yeah. Okay. So that would be uh, yeah, that would be an option. I just I'm cautious. I think you've got to be careful about that. You paying extra money that you can draw out later. But at the end of the term of your bond, you have to have paid that bond off. So some of these access bonds, maybe you don't pay the capital off. There are there are some that are like that. So you they just say you can access this money anytime, but at the end of the twenty years you have to have paid off and and most people won't have the discipline of doing that.
0: Yeah. So I mean I know I'm not disciplined enough to do this, but there are some people that do have the discipline and why you would sort of use this is in one of our episodes we explain the interest exemption and if you've got more money saved in your bank account that's over that interest exemption if you put this money in your access bond you don't pay tax on that because you're not earning interest on the additional money you put in your access bond you are saving interest
1: understood yeah can okay. I ask one thing then. It, it would uh, if we look at a broader, maybe more specific use example. Um, so my brother, um, he's in banking, and um, he said that when I buy a house, I'm, I should do it with an access bond. Um, he said because of my high earnings when I'm touring, I can pay most of it off quicker, but then still have access to capital if I need it. Is that a fair assumption or a fair thing to say?
0: Yes, definitely. So what he's basically saying is, say you do a job and you get 50,000 Rand, you'll, you'll save 10.5% interest, for example, which is what the prime lending rate is currently, you would save 10.5% interest by putting it in there. Whereas if you put it into your bank account, you would get whatever return was there, say it's 7%. Yes. So you're essentially getting more interest and you can still have access to that money. It's
1: almost like hedging it there, isn't it, really, in your own terms, for interest sake, literally.
2: I think you've got to be careful about... Accessing it. So it's, yeah. it's good that you park it there and you need to know the numbers that are there. Mm. Most people won't know the number. They, they might put money there and they can access more than they put in. Yes, yes. and yes. that Therefore you must never down. do. That's where the debt will never end. So yeah,
1: so that's like the slippery slope, isn't it really, Craig? Yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a good idea until you actually go over
2: well, yeah. I, I, my experience, and Brian's got the same experience, and I, most people don't have the discipline mm. to draw out less. They will draw out more than they, they need to draw out, like a credit card. Mm. They, they'll maximize that. and You've got to be very careful in the access bond to do that. Mm. But it can be used, if, you, if you're if disciplined, it can be a very useful way of parking money there and getting, paying less interest on your yeah. own loan.
0: So just... To me, when would you use an access bond? So some people might say, okay, if if you were putting in 10,000 Rand, now put in an extra 10,000 Rand if you found that, then you'd need to track that extra 10,000 and that's the only amount you would be able to use. But I feel like a debit order could be a bit tricky to track. So I think when you could use an access bond is, first of all, when you over your interest exemption amount, then secondly, if it's a lump sum like you referring to, Warren, if you know you've put in X amount, 50,000, 100,000, you know that that's all you can access out again, so know that. And then also when it is a good idea is if you've built up quite a lot in your access bond, so let's say you've now got 300,000 Rand because you've you know you you keep getting these amounts instead of going and getting a car loan, what you could do is take the money from your access bond the money that I've put away already that three hundred thousand yes yeah. because if you got a car loan your the interest you're being charged on that could be let's say fifteen percent that you've got to pay that back, whereas if you took it from your access bond, you wouldn't be paying that amount but the way that needs to work is whatever you would have paid for that car every single month say they said you know it's five thousand rand you must put that five thousand rand into the bond not put in less does that make any sense
2: yeah so if they said the the car loan is 48 months or 60 months you increase your debit order by whatever that amount is as though you bought that car for that uh, 48 or 60 month period and effectively you've paid your car cash from your from your excess bond but you're putting it back and you so the interest saving would be Quite significant, but the discipline would need to come with it
1: so just um, so I, I go back a bit broader for me here so with an access bond um, would the rate of interest in most cases be lower than say car uh, if you if you were to take a loan out for a car or or any other loans or obviously credit cards or is that is, is that fair to say
0: yes yeah, so just just to understand that Your access bond, you are saving interest and that rate will be what your home loan interest is. So, for example, now it's 10.5%, but yours could be different. It could be prime plus one, prime minus one, okay? Then, in general, a credit card is like 18% interest. So, you would be getting 10 versus 18. So, yes. Okay, yeah. In layman's terms.
1: So, yeah, okay. So, uh, For someone like me, uh, an excess bond, if I have the ability to put these lump sums... In um, is definitely better than going out and getting a loan specifically for a car. If I'm able to put that money in originally, and then to increase my uh, debit order accordingly.
2: Yeah, and I think in your case, when you get lump sums, you can you can park it in your excess bond, and you know that you can draw it out, mm. Mm. and it's earning. Well, it's helping you with your interest payments, so that's a good place. But don't draw out more than you put in. Mm. Understood.
0: And like say, for example, you are going to go buy a car now. Go. And ask them how much it would be to finance. So they will show you, okay, it's 48 months. This would be your repayment amount. This is the amount. Because then that gives you a repayment amount to increase your debit order on your home loan bar. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. So you must get the quote, so you at least know, okay, fine, you know, to take the 200,000 rand from them, it would have been 7,000 rand a month. Then you must just take the 200,000 rand for yourself and put that 7,000 rand onto your home loan.
1: I understand, yeah. Um, To be honest with you, I'm just going to come see you guys.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) sounds good.
2: Yeah, and I think there's a warning here, you must be aware of the Hmm. pitfalls that you can Maybe never pay your bond off because of the access bond.
0: Yeah. So definitely be cautious of that. And then also another thing to be cautious of, um, they didn't do it this time with COVID, but they have done it previously where whatever's in there, they then take that if there's something bad going on in the world. So don't put all your money in there. Does that make any sense?
2: Not really. Not take it. They they just... Limit you for drawing it out Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah So you can't draw that that money out yeah, So
2: they just say Well now you owe, you owe less on your bond Even though you thought that excess portion was yours To draw out They say no, no, hold on There's a problem We want to stop our risk getting higher We're just going to make sure that Whatever you put in You can't draw it out You've got to be careful of that yeah. Right, okay Oof.
0: So Yeah not all eggs in one Again, basket. This
1: is, this is why I think people like you guys are better to do it than me. Uh, you understand it all.
0: So I think the take-homes for this episode is that an access bond can be very good, but you need to see if you are disciplined enough and beware of the pitfalls that do come along with it. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Warren.
2: Warren, thank you. Brian, thank you. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe or visit our website www.growthfp.co.za. The information we have provided in this podcast is our personal opinion. For more detailed information, please discuss your financial situation with a financial planner.